Hi there. I'm Adela, and welcome to the Podcast Brunch Club podcast. Today's episode is a roundup about the apologies listening list that PBC members worldwide listen to in August. You can find the playlist at podcastbrunchclub.com slash apologies. And as always, I'm joined by Sarah, chapter leader of our Houston chapter and founder of Audible Feast. Hi, Sarah. Hi, everyone. And hi, Adela. So as Adela mentioned, this is a roundup episode. So we'll talk about the apologies listening list. And then we'll diverge, as we usually do, and talk about other podcasts we're loving lately. We listened to five episodes on the apologies list. Unlocking Us with Brene Brown, an episode that digs into the mechanics of an apology and why they're so important. Rough Translation, which gets into the complications of apologizing across cultures. Heavyweight, about a woman who goes to great lengths to find a professor she thinks that she disappointed to apologize and make up for her behavior. Under the Influence from CBC Radio, which was about when brands apologize. And The Hardest Word, which featured a variety of apologies from parents to their children. Yeah. So, Sarah, what I know you just listened this morning and we're, we're recording this in early September. So tell me tell me your thoughts. I know it's fresh on your mind. It is. And well, sometimes I get excited when I'm like, oh, I know these podcasts. Like, so I was this time I was like, oh, I've listened to these before or, you know, at least I've heard some of them. The only one that I hadn't listened to before was uh, the Under the Influence from CBC. And um, so and actually, I think if I mean, I don't keep track anymore. Um, Longtime listeners will know I used to meticulously keep track of every single thing I listened to. I would write it down on my website. I don't do that anymore. <laughs> but I think I pre- this might be the second listen for most of these episodes for me. Um, but it, it was good to refresh and remember like some of these uh, the pr- production in some of these shows is just like so good. It just gets you every time, mm-hmm. you know, like rough translation, just one of my all time favorite shows. Um, so uh, overall, I thought I really liked how, and I'm not sucking up to you, Adela, cause I know you put the playlist together, but I liked how there were complimentary episodes that talked about different things. Like I really always like that in a, in a playlist, like, like, I know there's a, a central theme of that it's about apologies, but I liked that it wasn't like, you know, all about like the theory of apologies or, you know, the history or whatever. It was like a little bit of everything. Right. And um, in the Brene Brown episode, I liked that it was some practical tips of like, you really shouldn't do this when you're apologizing. And I bet you everyone listening, if you heard that episode, thought noticed one thing in there, at least that you do that you're like, totally, perhaps I should not do that. anymore. <laughs> That's perhaps. not a real apology. If you're like, just waiting, if you're just saying it to get the other person is if you know, if you're just like, okay, I know I need to say sorry for this. Like, that's not really real apology. So mm-hmm. um, I enjoyed that. And I listened to that one last. I don't remember the order that these were in and the how they were in the website. But I know a lot of people listen to them in that order. But I listened to the Brene Brown one last. And that was actually great for me because it was like the here's the practical application now of all of these things you just heard. So um, I also I really liked the Under the Influence episode. And I didn't, I had never really thought about that, about brands apologizing. And I thought that was really nicely done and really like pretty short snippets. You know, it was less 
of a storytelling show than the, most of the stuff we typically listen to in PBC. Um, and I think that that was a good change of pace and it fit in great with the rest of the list. And um, I will say that the the hardest word was a show that I had had listened to before. I remember when it came out um, and I just I had a hard time getting into that one. So um, what did you think about the playlist? Yeah. So so let me clarify. So I did ultimately put it together, but I did also ask for recommendations. And now that I think about it, at first I was think, I was like trying to remember how I heard. I literally every single one of those was a recommendation from Podcast Brunch Club members. Oh, awesome. Good. I Yeah. You guys so, are, have good taste. Yeah. Like it was a really great list to put together just because like it like 90% of the work was done for me. So um, and I've I'm really happy that um, and I forgot who I apologize but I somebody um somebody brought up heavyweight because I love heavyweight like it's one of my all-time favorite podcasts and I've wanted to include it on a list but I've never just because of the way that heavyweight is like I just never found a good list for it so this seemed like a really good way to introduce people to heavyweight if they haven't heard it before yeah great idea yeah yeah great great fit yeah. And then um, and like a lot of these episodes, honestly, I probably would have chosen anyway. But I will say that Under the Influence was the one that when I listened to it, I was like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> but then I decided to put it on there. And I'm glad I did because when I did the poll, so I always do a poll on Facebook at the end of the month, just asking people what their favorites were. And at the end of the day, it just I just looked today, it the the um majority liked rough translation in the end. But there was like a little while where the under the influence one was, you know, a couple votes ahead of every other episode. So I'm glad, you know, like it just goes to show you, you you think, you know, that you have the same taste as everybody else and everybody's gonna like the same stuff as you do, and they don't. Like that's just <laughs> not, you know, so yeah, so it was fun. It's just fun to put together playlists that are sort of community curated. Um, and I should probably I, I can I can definitely shout out Nadia for the under the influence uh, episode. And I can shout out um, Shannon for the rough translation recommendation. Yeah. And I mean, I, I, I don't mean to be too. I mean, we, we've talked about this pretty much every time we say that we don't like something, we try to explain <laughs> why. And it's not just like, oh, I just hated it. Uh, in my local PBC meetings, sometimes I just do that. But um, <laughs> here we try to be a little bit more uh, critical and fair. And, you know, I think I like the idea of the hardest word a lot. Like mm -hmm. I like that these are heartfelt and sometimes funny uh, you know, apologies. Um, I just, I struggle with that. To me, it feels like it's very obvious that it's read by actors and I don't think the actors do a bad job, but it's, it's like, it just feels often to me like this isn't this person's voice. Like it just doesn't seem like this is the person, the voice that would be saying this thing, you know? And I, obviously there would be a ton of challenges with getting people to record that and actually make it into good audio. So I don't know that there's another better way of doing it. Um, but that it, it throws me off and, uh, and uh, that that's why that one is hard for me to listen to. Yeah, I. So what day is today? The fifth, fourth, 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 September fourth. And um, 
before we release this episode, this roundup, um, we are probably going to release an interview that I did with Brett DeHoot from The Hardest Word. And honestly, I had listened before and I like uh, also like the premise and it was just like the perfect fit for this. I couldn't right. not include it yeah. on this playlist. I mean, it just makes it's like the perfect fit. And I like to feature indie podcasts when I can. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was glad to to include it. Um, and while I was listening, I was like, this seems, you know, I didn't know for sure that they were actors, but I was like, are these actors? Like, what is happening here? And then <laughs> when I talked to him, he did confirm, you know, he said that if the person who's um, presenting the apology wants to record it, like, of course, he lets them. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they're just written apologies, especially right. the ones that come from maybe, maybe like all over the world. And it's a little harder to like maybe record properly. Yep. And so he gets voice actors to do it, which, yes, is a very interesting choice. I mean, I, I like you, I get it. I get that choice. Um, but it's the same way I feel. Have you ever been to a moth? Uh, main stage event or I'm not main stage okay so I've been a number of times to the not the main stage events but the um just the story slams or whatever and there are some stories that are told live that you can tell that it was written out and they remembered every single word and they change you know it's like acting it's like a monologue and the inflection of their voice changes and their hand gestures are very calculated Mm -hmm. and timed and it doesn't feel natural Uh and I do not like those ones Mm -hmm. even if the story is great I'm just like this is overly dramatic overly produced like I kind of want the raw story so I think that's what you're hitting on yeah is that you want that raw apology like apologies are raw like they are things that are uncomfortable and you're going to stutter and and mess up when you when you say them and you kind of need to capture that that discomfort cuz yeah. it's not a comfortable thing. You know, in um terrible thanks for asking. I was listening to an episode. It's it's probably an older episode from now cuz I'm really behind on my playlist, but Nora McInerney, the host and uh, of that show was talking about she was reflecting back on some of the first episodes that she produced and she said some of the greatest moments now looking back in her show are when she gave the person who was really upset the time to be upset in the moment and that that space on tape like that silence or that tiny sniffle or whatever mm-hmm. she said where she was able to con- control herself restrain herself from jumping in and being like, it's going to, you know, whatever. Oh, can I, you know, do you want to take a second or whatever? She said, when I didn't do that, that is the best tape because you, you are right there with that person and you're like feeling those feelings with them because you have that silence or that space to be there. So I think maybe that's something that I was missing. Like maybe that, maybe it just needs that. Maybe it, maybe some of those um, episodes or some of those apologies Maybe they just need a little more time or maybe, you know, like maybe they need more actual airspace in between some of the words that they're talking about. Yeah. And not all of them are voice actors. Like, I don't know if you listened to the one and I talked about this when I interviewed Brett, um, the one that he did with the uh, the Rwandan genocide episode. Did you listen to that one? I don't, I don't know. know. I, remember, I, might not remember. I don't I don't know. 
it's clearly from right the actual person uh-huh. and honestly that one gutted me yeah it just gutted me i i like i i and and you know you know like there's a very clear it's almost even just the audio like you can tell mm-hmm. right like if it's really crisp audio mm-hmm. it, you know you know that like oh this is done in a in a studio so it yeah you know it's probably not the original apologizer um but yeah that one i would highly recommend and go back and listen to it's it's gut wrenching but um but it's good and it's very real and and authentic and like i could hear i could feel my heart beating faster as he was sort of telling the story of what happened um so i that would sounds that right one. out my alley that's i think mm-hmm. you know that's and i think like i really seek that like i want the emotional reaction whether it's the like belly laugh i think i'm gonna pee my pants cry or like <laughs> the you know like I feel like I might a tear might actually drop out of my eye. Like mm-hmm. I I seek that from podcasts. Not everyone does, right? Like I know that you know you can't please every audience, and sure. you know it's just I think I know that there's a lot of stuff out there that does do that really well, and I think the premise of the show is great, and it could get even better you know, with, with obviously with my, um, you know, expert ideas of how to fix it. Right. Ha ha ha. So anyway, just my opinion, but, um, I really like the premise of that show though. Yeah. So what, um, are you a fan of heavyweight? I don't know if we've ever yeah. talked about that. Uh, yeah, we haven't really talked about it. I really liked it in the beginning. I think I, I don't know. I, I, it's not one of my favorites of all time, but I like it. It's not one that I move to the top of my list when I see a new, a new one come out. And I know that's true for a lot of people. Shout out to my Houston PBC chapter co-host Thomas. <laughs> it's like probably might be his all time favorite show. We talk mm-hmm. about it a lot. Um, but there's something, I, I like it a lot. Um, it's just quirky. It's, it's a, very, it's a quirky. really good show. Yeah. And I and I imagine it's a very hard show to do. Like yes, so much time it, it, and money. Like yeah, think about oh my gosh, oh that's and, a and, lot and of work. It's a mystery, you know. Like you're they're exploring a mystery. You don't know if you're going to get to the bottom of it at the end. Yeah. So well, other long term listeners will know I did not like mystery show, and I know that. Um, <laughs> and and I totally panned it on uh, Audible Feast. So now I I know I put a giant target on my on my back for <laughs> Starly kind lovers, and it's not personal about Starly. It's just a I didn't like mystery show, and I know that's like you know saying something just just blasphemous for me to say that. But I know a lot of people will say like, oh, heavyweight like tried to do what mystery show was doing and you know it's it's basically copied it um yeah i like heavyweight a lot better i don't know it's like a little bit longer format it's you know really it's it's kind of it's longer format but it's it's uh, tackling like one thing i guess that's the same as mystery show it's tackling just one like mystery one mm-hmm. thing but it's more I think there's more of a focus on the personal, like, how do you feel about this? And it's a real, like, counseling type of show, which I like. So I I also think that Jonathan Goldstein is, like, brilliant. Yes. He's, I think he's kind of a comedic genius yeah. in some ways, because I don't think most people 
would actually think of him as a comedian, but I think he's hilarious in a very self-deprecating way. Mm-hmm. You know, he's basically and and actually, you know, at one of the meetings that I went to, one of the, it was either the Chicago chapter meeting or one of the global virtual chapter meetings. Um, somebody mentioned that they were like put off by him. Oh, really? And yeah, and they they thought he was being rude and kind of like making fun, but. And I could see that because I think this was the first time this person had listened to heavyweight. So I can see how that might be the way it comes across. But I think like if you go back and listen to some of the other ones, you start to realize like, oh, no, he's like purposely trying to look like a doofus (laughs) to kind of like make other people feel more comfortable. And it's sort of endearing and hilarious. Yeah, so I agree. Um. And and of all of the episodes, honestly, like this was a great episode, but very far from my favorite episode of Heavyweight. Like, I think one of my favorite ever episodes was actually his first episode, mm-hmm. which was with his dad going to kind of uh, see his estranged brother down in, you know, from I guess they took a trip from Toronto to Florida to go see this estranged brother. And and like they sort of uncovered this this mystery of basically why each of them hates the other one and, and the sort of story that had never been really told. So it's, it's, it's funny. It's, I love heavyweight. Um, well, why don't we do what we said we were going to do and diverge and share some podcast picks. I want to hear what you've got for us. Cause I know that you had some time recently to listen. <laughs> I did. So I just went on a road trip and, um, Last summer, I went on a road trip by myself, and this summer, I went on another road trip by myself, and this time, I drove from Texas to Minnesota. Um, So for non-U.S. listeners, that's about 1,200, 1,300 miles each way, and so I had plenty of time to listen to podcasts, and actually, the whole way back from Minnesota, I listened to podcasts the entire time, so... I listened to probably like 50 episodes in this the the days when I was traveling and um that's how much I used to listen to in like a regular week before my job got crazier and I didn't have as I don't have as much time now. But so I was kind of like in my element. I was like, yes, I could just like go and like listen to like 13 things in a day and like, you know. Um <laughs> so it was great. So I took this time to as I said at the top of the show, I had a really long backlog and I'm I'm just now getting to stuff that I put on my list in like May. So I'm really behind. And um, I listened to tons of Conan and just, oh my gosh, I just love it. He's just so silly. And last summer he did this little mini series with Martin Short and I didn't really like it very much. And then this summer they did Summer S'mores with the Chill Chums, which was just him and his um and Sona, his assistant, and Matt Gorley, his producer. And I was like, eh, maybe this will be, you know, not that great. And it was so funny. Just the three of them just like I don't know. They said it was like <laughs> just how they normally talk to each other, but it was just very, very funny. There was one of those summer s'mores with the chill chums where Conan was doing this impression of Richard Nixon and pretending that Richard Nixon had 
uh, left the presidency, not in disgrace, but because he he decided to become an actor. So he was coming up with all these like funny like roles that he could have been in. He was like, I hereby, you know, leave the presidency to star in a remake of Herbie. <laughs> um, like it's it just like it's just like insane classic uh-huh. Conan. It's so great. Um, but I also listened to two episodes or two shows all the way through, like start to finish series. It was great. I I love doing that when I have a chance. Both are indie shows. Um, The first one is called Bird's Eye View, and it's a show about women in the Darwin Correctional Center in Australia and like what they're it's it's somewhat about like what their life is like inside prison. It's definitely personal profiles of each of these different women. Um, I believe they put it together um, themselves. Like there's a whole bunch of women that were all part of it. So kind of ear hustle ish, but women. Yep. And um, it also profiled some of them as they got out of prison. And there were even it made me research all these interesting things, which I really love that when a podcast prompts me to do that. Uh prompted me to research about, I learned that women in Australia, and I'm sure many other countries can have a child with them. Like if they have a baby in wow. in prison, they can stay with the baby in prison. They have to apply for it. Um, right. But some people were, some of the people on the show were talking about that. It was just wow. really interesting. Um, so I really enjoyed that. It's called Bird's Eye View. And the second one I want to recommend is called Fool Me Twice. And it's about a woman named Jules Hannaford. She has a another podcast called Hong Kong Confidential, uh, which is, I think, where I heard about Fool Me Twice. And Fool Me Twice is actually a book, but she and her daughter put this podcast together. And what happened to Jules is that she got catfished and she actually went to meet her person who catfished her and met him in person. Whoa. Yes. And so they not only talked to Jules, I mean, obviously, she her her story is like the main thing throughout each of the episodes. But Mm -hmm. they also talked to other women who have been catfished um, Mm -hmm. and get all these other interesting stories. And it's like, I mean, it's very heartbreaking, but it's there's such a message of um, kind of empowerment in it. Like, you know, if this is happening to you, we're going to tell you every single episode, here's your resources. This is what you can do. You know, um, here's some warning signs. They go over this, the red flags all the time. They talk about red flags, you know, pay attention to this. If it's just, you can totally like understand what happened to these women. They have some experts come on who talk about, um, you know, that this is it has nothing to do with like intelligence. If you get catfished or, you know, in a, some kind of online scam, it's like it's just all these different factors of, um, you know, your trust level with people, what mm-hmm. you're what you're looking for in your life. Like if you're very lonely, oh, they know exactly what what to do to say mm-hmm. to you to um, to, you know, tap into that. And in the very end of the show, they do talk to a person who catfishes currently other people. Um, they talk to a man who is actively like in the the business of doing it to try and get money off of people. So con man. Right. Yes. It was like really interesting and I just I was like, there's lots of creepy parts of it. I was driving mm-hmm. through like backwoods of Arkansas and Texas. <laughs> like I was like, Oh, I'm creeped out, you know. So um 
that was great. And I, I'm kind of glad I saved that one up for a, a road trip of like, you know, just being by myself for several hours. Yeah. It was it was a good one. Yeah, I um, I just did what I would imagine I would do if I was at a meeting and somebody was recommending these podcasts. I just got onto my phone and I started yes. I started adding them. Good, so good. I hope you like I'm them. I'm excited to listen. Okay, yeah, good. Those sound really good. Those both sound like right up my alley. <laughs> yeah. Good. Not the Conan, though. You know I'm not a big uh, fan. Well, well, yeah. other Conan no. lovers out there will... Hopefully yeah, you, no. there's plenty. Well, of course, you, there's plenty you, of them. You can I'm unite with me. Them. Yes. No, it's great. Yeah. Love it. I'm going to keep yeah. lo- talking about it because it makes me laugh so much. Good. I mean, that's important. I don't yes. find a lot of podcasts that make me laugh. I um, I still love sex, uh, you know, help I sexed my boss. I think uh-huh. that, one, that one makes me laugh. Um, you know, wait, wait, don't tell me makes me laugh. Um, no such thing as a fish. Yep. Makes me laugh. Um. But other than that, like, I can't think of a whole lot that make me laugh. <laughs> Listeners, we need your help. Adela needs more funny things to listen I need to. Funny. But not Actually, like, I w- you don't want like comedian ones, though. You need like, no, like that's not, those. no, that's not your no. jam. And that's the funny thing is, it's like, I don't think that like a podcast like Ologies would be considered a like right. a comedy podcast. Right. But I laugh so yes. hard. So great. So great. She so makes me corny laugh. humor. Love it. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's she's so just great. like. I was like listening the other day and she goes, did you know that I, I mean, she was telling the person that she was interviewing, this woman who is an expert on feathers. She was like, did you know? She's like, I went to Trader Joe's and I got a whole chicken and I brought it home and it had five feathers sticking out of its butt. (laughs) And she just starts going into this whole thing about it. And I was dying. She's hilarious. So I don't know, like. It's hard for me to find comedy podcasts because that would not be classified as right. comedy podcast. But yeah. I think it's hilarious. But it's, yeah, it does make it. That's a great one to make you laugh. Shout out to Dad Ward. We would love you to be in our Dad podcast. Ward, lover. Yeah, yeah, we would love you to be in our podcast brunch club hall of fame forever. Oh, my God. For sure. For sure. Um, so I actually don't have a whole lot of recommendations myself. I have actually found myself. This is very weird for me. I've found myself reading a lot in, during, oh, during COVID times. Which is, yeah, very different for me. Um, one of the reasons I like podcasts is because, like, I'm such a slow reader that it was just annoying. But for some reason, I've just been drawn to reading lately. So I haven't been exploring too many podcasts. But I did post the question on our Facebook group, which, by the way, listeners out there, you should join. Um, it's a great way to find out about new podcasts, share your your recommendations and stuff like that. I'll, um, I'll share the URL in a bit. But um, I want to just give a couple of uh, mentions to some of our PBC members who gave recommendations. So Maria said she started listening to a podcast called The Introvert Deer Podcast. And she said it's helpful conversations for introverts navigating life in an extroverted world, which I think, Sarah, like, I think at the very, very beginning of the PBC podcast, you came out as an introvert. Oh, totally. So, yeah. So I think you may, I don't know, maybe you I'll have to check it, that. Maybe. Yeah. No, I, I don't know that one. Okay. Um, so Joe recommended uh, The Enforcer, Ooh. which is an interview with one of the last mafia enforcers. And it covers many topics, including the Lufthansa heist uh, portrayed in Goodfellas. Oh, that sounds great. My husband would like that, too. Yeah. Does your husband listen? So he has like, so now like slowly I got him to like embrace the podcast is yours. No, no, (laughs) never got there. (laughs) No, because I feel like 
Well, the only thing I'll get him to listen to maybe is if I remind him to listen to the, some of the Chicago business stuff because there's mm. a lot of real estate because he's a real he, uh-huh. he's into real estate. Um, but no, it's like pulling teeth. So <laughs> not worth it. John, um, come on. Yeah. Right. Um. So. So uh, Louisa suggested Home Cooking by Samin Nasrat, who she found her Netflix, um, her Netflix for um, salt, fat, acid, and heat. And she said that it's full of cooking tips, giggles, and bad puns, which I like. So uh, I might have to check that out. I don't love cooking, so <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's storytelling. That... Like it's. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's definitely like, I mean, sure, you can learn some things about cooking, but it's like. It's definitely very like story-ish. So it's a good one. Cool. All right. I like good giggles and bad puns. So sure. I might have to check that one out. Yeah. Um, so Debbie recommends Soundstage, which is commissioned sound plays and performances. Each episode stands alone. She says most are good and some are spectacular. Mm. And she also recommends Intersectionality Matters. She said they're, they're doing a series called Under the Blacklight about what COVID has uncovered about different parts of society. For example, people in nursing home or low-paid workers. And I see that Sarah's nodding. Yes, I am. I have listened. Listen, I do listen to Intersectionality Matters. And I did not know about this series because, as I previously said, I'm back in May on my podcast. <laughs> so I'll need to um, get a, a refreshed, updated Ch- uh, check yeah. out the recent ones here on intersectionality matters great thank you yeah. debbie I'm, yeah i'm backed up too i think i'm still in march so <laughs> don't feel bad um so ashley has told us that silence is not an option is a podcast that talks about the race issues that are currently going on and have been going on and she said that it's done by cnn's don lemon Chris recommends Meddling Adults, a game show in which comedians are given summaries of children's mystery books, <laughs> like Encyclopedia Brown, and they have to try to guess the solutions and the whodunit, etc. Well, that so, sounds fun. That sounds like a fun one. And so, yeah, so I just want to, you know, let you guys all know that you can go to facebook.com slash groups slash podcast brunch club to join in on the discussion, share your recommendations. I do these polls. We, you know, ask these questions fun place yeah you know i i like the i like the um the podcast brunch club group too because i mean i'm not going to say any names of any other groups out there but i feel (laughs) like some of them get so huge and it becomes Mm -hmm. you know either like the same person is posting the same thing over and over or like it becomes too like group think ish you know and i really like that i think our our pbc participants and listeners and stuff like that are just really like diverse and i i really like that so another just a bonus shout out for the facebook group yeah thanks yeah so anyway but if anybody else out there has any thoughts or podcast recommendations that you'd like to share you can always send us an audio clip to podcast at podcastbrunchclub.com and then we can maybe include your voice on the podcast which i love doing yes that would be awesome Uh, Before we wrap up, just a heads up that our theme in September is freedom of speech. And you can find that playlist at podcastbrunchclub.com slash freedom of speech. And you can find out how you will be able to join us at our worldwide meetings, including any virtual meetings that are set up at podcastbrunchclub.com. Thank you for joining us this month and happy listening. Thank you for listening and being a part of the Podcast Brunch Club community. Do you have any thoughts on our discussion this month? 
send a message or voice memo to podcast at podcastbrunchclub.com. PBC is a passion project, and we rely on support from our global community to continue bringing people together in person and online. So if you feel like PBC has contributed to your life in any way, please consider becoming a patron or making a one-time donation. Go to podcastbrunchclub.com support for more information. If you're interested in becoming an organizational partner, go to podcastbrunchclub.com sponsors. A quick thanks to our early partners. Podbean. For one free month of podcast hosting, go to podbean.com pbc. Podchaser, the IMDb of podcasts. Listen Notes, a podcast search engine. Critical Frequency, the podcast network for everyone else. The Venn Media, a weekly newsletter for curious minds. And Lentigua Williams and Company, podcast network, telling stories in the seams of society. Finally, some credits for this episode. Katie DeFiori is our audio editor. Music is from Chad Crouch and Miss Ayal Ghana, downloaded from Free Music Archive. I'm Adela, founder of Podcast Brunch Club. And as always, thanks and happy listening.